Hi, it's Bob from Royal Spa. Soaking in a hot tub full of Epsom salts is the absolute best way to minimize everyday aches and pains. And we know all about Epsom salts at Royal Spa. Royal Spa hot tubs are the only hot tubs on the market that can safely and effectively use Epsom salts. Made right here in Indiana, Royal Spa hot tubs are the highest quality hot tubs on the market. Visit any one of our three Indianapolis locations or visit royalspa.com. Ah, Royal Spa. Coach Frank Reich says the Colts deserve all the negative. Well, well. Um, all the negative. Challenge accepted. Tony Katz, good to be with you. The Tennessee Titans 19, the Indianapolis Colts 10. The Titans are 4 and 2. The Colts are 3 3 and 1. The Titans already had their their bye week. It's not like the Colts season is done. But you just get the feeling that it's three wins based totally on luck and not based on anything having to do with this team having cohesion or the ability to do the job. Yet yesterday, while you could discuss the offensive woes from now until the end of time, should we note that that defense only gave up 12 points because the touchdown was a Matt Ryan pick six? I mean, this is one of those games you got to take a step back and ask yourself, what is it that I actually saw here? JMV joins us right now from 93.5-1075. The fan, 3 to 6 p.m. You can catch him there. Uh, and uh, you were there. Uh, give me the 30,000-foot overview, and then let's start breaking down this offense and this defense. Yeah, Tony, it was just big brother taking a little brother to the woodshed once again. And that in the last six meetings basically has been – what Tennessee has done under the guidance of Mike Vrabel. Yet another reason why Jim Mersey, the owner, has been smitten, has been jealous, and has been outspoken about this has to be it. You've got to beat the Titans because they have and they are what he wants and he feels they should be. And that's probably, Tony, more of an indictment than anything else because if you remember, Frank Reich and Mike Vrabel were hired in the same coaching cycle, meaning hired basically in the same window in which both teams needed coaches. And then when you look at what has transpired in Tennessee compared to what we have seen here, it is not even close. So, yes, it is big brother beating up on little brother. It used to be back in the day. It used to be the other way around. But that's the way it has been certainly in the past five or six. Now we take a look. I mean, you're engaged in this conversation about where – uh, uh, Jim Mersey, the owner of the team, uh, is. Um, I- I'm not 100% sure, considering Jim Mersey is too busy talking about Dan Snyder to maybe focus on what's going on w- with the Colts and-, and-, and Toto. We'll get into that another time. Um, Matt Ryan, the guy to lead this team going forward? Um, he is. He's going to be. He's going to be unless he goes down with an injury in my estimation here, because as you mentioned, you heard Frank Reich, I heard the soundbite you played. He said yesterday that they're, you know, three, three and one, and they're still in it. So that's certainly how they're going to view it. But within winning the division, it's just going to be Tennessee's division. There is no doubt still a lot of season remaining, but you also made a great point as you brought me in. What are they actually proven to us? What has this offense proven to us? You know, they got a little help side from Kansas city. Couldn't score, but got field goal wins in Denver. Uh, you saw last week changed up the offense. It worked for one week. And then you got out tough. If you watched that Tennessee defense yesterday, they were all over the offensive line and all over Matt Ryan. And, again, this is where it all starts, Tony. We talk about this each and every week. 
they're going to go as far as this offensive line is going to take them. And that thing has been absolutely a mess other than last week against Jacksonville. So you watch the way that offensive line played yesterday. That outcome, to me, was going to be obvious. And you can kind of see it early on in the game. Now, you take a look at the running game. We'll stick with the, the offense. Certainly, you could take a look at the, the, the sacks. Uh, he was sacked. Uh, Ryan was sacked three times for 16 yards. I'm sometimes not sure how much of this is the offensive line's fault versus how much of this is Matt Ryan's fault or uh, receivers getting open. I do note that Derrick Henry for Tennessee, 128 yards on the ground. Jonathan Taylor, 58. But the difference is Derrick Henry's 30 carries to Jonathan Taylor's 10 carries. This game was never so far out of hand that you could only throw the ball, right? You could have engaged some more of of the running game, but we abandoned that thing early and we abandon it often. Why is that? Well, a lot of times you saw this yesterday, 28, Tony, Jonathan Taylor wasn't on the field. So that was one of the things everybody's trying to figure out. Is he dinged up? Is he not feeling it? Did he have to get get adjusted during the game? Something go down that we didn't see? But then you kind of learned that they were just trying to work him back in, I guess, after missing two games. I just look at it this way. It's all hands on deck yesterday, Tony. That was massive. That was a game that, to me, the winner had the fast track to win the division. And now the Titans are certainly, uh, without an absolute collapse, going to win that division. So, to me, it was all hands on deck. And I want to get back to a point you made about the offensive line. There is no doubt. Matt Ryan at 37 should be able to handle a blitz better. But this offensive line, Tony, they can't handle a blitz. They can't handle a stunt. They can't handle a twist. Anytime anybody does anything different but a direct line run against them, these guys are an absolute mess. It is just the entirety of the offense. But the offensive line is supposed to be a top-tier O-line, and they have not played like it. Other than one game against Jacksonville, that's it. And that's a lot of this offensive woe that we have seen so far this season. It starts right there. Move it to the other side of the ball. I thought this defense handled themselves well. They didn't give up a touchdown. You take a look at Ryan Tannehill, quarterback for the Titans. He's 13 of 20 for 132 yards, never mind a little bit of injury. I know what they put on the shoulders of Derrick Henry, but what they, they had a total of like 260 yards total, uh, you know, uh, rushing and, and, and passing. I'm not mad at this defense, are you? No, I'm not because it's a it's a blueprint is a blueprint for a team that had a good defensive effort that had an offense that was awful. That's it. That's exactly the outcome that you're going to get. The defense hung in and gave the offense every opportunity to jump on this thing and do something about it, and yet they could not. And you see Mike Rabel once again coming off a of bye week. These guys go out, probably have a couple of days vacation, come back, look hungrier than ever. I'll be honest with you, Tony. Vrabel, I bet Jim Irsay looks at the Vrabel situation and goes, wow, that is the guy I would rather have right now coaching this team. Because no matter what, no matter what, Vrabel, with injuries, with circumstances, with ineffective quarterbacks, he seemingly finds a way. This Colts team seemingly, Tony, finds a way to lose in situations like that. Who I cannot figure out if you're correct about Ursay's infatuation with Vrabel or it's you. Are you infatuated with Mike Vrabel? <laughs> I am. I am not. But it is. Uh, it's difficult to watch a team get out toughed, and this Colts team against Tennessee each and every time they get out toughed. I, I know it's really hard. 
for me to sit here and say, oh, you're not in the NFL. How would you know what out tough is? If you watch enough football, you can tell. I mean, Tony, you can tell this team gets out toughed. Everything we talk about working one week, you go against Tennessee more times than not, and it does not work. And I just know this. I know that that's what Jim Irsay has in mind for his team. In fact, this is how Chris Ballard built it on defense, on running the football, on toughness. That's what Tennessee is. That's not what the Colts have been. That offensive line, you build the grassroots right there. Tennessee gets guys injured, cornerstones injured for the season. They still make their way to a division title, and the Colts still remain little brother. Dang. That's... Is that, Dude, is that you know, in a world of cold, you're harsh? just downright chilly. <laughs> is that too harsh? I just... I, at some point, time, I don't know. I'm not saying it's too harsh. I'm just just noting that it's that's coming from a place deep in the soul. That's what I'm noticing. Well, hey Tony, let me tell you this: we're through seven weeks now, and I get all this from my Twitter follow. Not all of them, but some of them say, "Oh, you know what? You just all you do is overreact." There's still plenty of football left. They have one division game remaining, Tony, and out of those five meetings so far, they have one win, one and one alone. So. Seven weeks is good enough to describe exactly what this team is right now. This team is not good.